0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. One is Mark and
1: John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens.
2: They're just sassy, not that mean. Two Old Queens, it's Two Old Queens. Now shut up. Hello! Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Two Old Queens.
1: I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, please introduce our <laughs> guest this week. You're screaming at me. Our guest <laughs> is an actor and comedian. He hosts a show called My Own Private Kokomo every Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Friday at noon on YouTube. It's Ryan Meharry. Yay! Hello, everyone. How are you? Thanks for having me. Thank
2: Thanks for doing for... our little podcast,
1: Brian. Of
3: course, I'm excited. Um, it's great. I'm a fan. Well,
1: thank you. Uh, you and I go way back.
3: Yes, yeah, back like, uh, we're almost
1: almost 10 years, probably right? At least I would think. It's over you believe that, that? Uh, <laughs> hasn't changed? We haven't changed. And in you a both day. look like you're in your 20s still. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> from the 1820s. Omar, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mark, come on now. That's just me. <laughs> I did shave my head because I was like, well. It's like, you know, it's like uprooting a garden, but like the garden was never that great anyway. So like, what the, oh, it's not, it's, I don't have that far to fall. I'm,
3: like debating, I'm debating cutting my own hair. Um, Now's the when time gets... to do it. Yeah, yeah, oh. for sure. Uh, <laughs> because if I do it like too late and everything and then I have to like walk back out into the world and it still looks pretty dumb, that'd be bad. That would be bad. do it now and then That's let it grow back. Well, in. you
2: can always just go to shaving, which is sort of like a, a neutral. Although, ha- have you ever had a shaved head?
3: No, no, that, <laughs> that <laughs> for whatever reason it worries me. I don't know why. I don't, I don't, you feel like you it's have a, a pretty good hairline, you have a very good hairline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just worry, I worry how it would look.
1: And that, yeah, but you don't know until you do it.
3: That's true. That,
1: you might That's have true. a weird I don't know. bump Maybe, or... That's what Maybe I'm, just
2: yeah. I get a bald cap and see how that looks, and then go from there.
3: Well, I'm worried because my head goes inward, like uh, like in a cone. Okay. <laughs> like it Keep tapers. Talking. Yeah, yeah. Like it. Like you can like just like put like two fingers into it in the back of my head, and my
1: hair hides it. So. So your soft spot never closed is what I hearing. No.
3: Yeah. No. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, then don't shave your head.
1: That that's, yeah, no, that's very risky. I don't want yeah, I don't I don't want to yeah. You got a bird's nest situation. It's a, yeah, it's it's a, it's a protective thing. So Ryan, you brought in a vampire movie. Are you a fan of the vampire genre? Um Yeah. Not not especially. I that was a soft like ball. I like vampire
3: I, I, I like certain vampire movies. I feel like um, the one I brought in I like a lot. I like Bram Stoker's Dracula, but then I'll watch some that it is eh the vampires they make vampires boring. Yes. So um I would say I'm I'm a lukewarm fan. As far as Fairweather fan, is. as it were. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when it's good, I love it.
1: Uh John, are you a particular were you like an Ann Rice fan?
2: I have never read any of Anne Rice's novels, so I could not say I was a fan because I haven't done any of the work. Um, So no, how about you? Are you big? uh...
1: I've read a few. I've read two of the vampire books and I've read one like 900 page, The Witching Hour, about this family of witches. And then friends of mine, the girls who would smoke clove cigarettes, were really into her erotica that she Uh, wrote. There was like a trilogy. The least surprising
2: thing you've ever said.
1: (laughs) Yeah. wait they wrote called, their own
3: erotica
1: no 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 Anne rice used to write under a pen name oh. erotica it's called the taking of sleeping beauty and it's filthy and everyone should read it
2: oh okay it's like highbrow you liked smut
1: it? it's like wild like flip through when you're look, listening to like new order you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's i'm trying to paint a picture Perfect. here yeah. i see i get it
2: i get it it's a mood board but i see it <laughs> Uh, Who is the the big gay vampire? Is it Clive Barker? Is he gay? Clive, Clive Barker is gay, yes. I read one oh, really? of his novels, yeah. and there was definitely moments where I was like, oh, okay. This is a little
1: hot. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> he's, I don't think uh, I've ever read a Clive Barker book. Oh, he's like the grandfather of like splatterpunk in the 80s was the big thing. Like it was like just really grisly and like in your face and like it was like dark and no happy endings and it was just like, everything was like fucked up shit. But it was also like trying <laughs> too hard. You're like, okay, we got but, it. Okay.
3: <laughs> and w- and what books have it been made into movies? Anything? Hellraiser. Like, is most,
1: uh, okay. Hellraiser. Nightbreed. The the much famous. I mean, you didn't know a gay man wrote a book called Nightbreed, John? <laughs> it's right there in front of you.
2: I guess I didn't see the subtext. So I'm sorry.
1: Well, speaking of gay <laughs> horror, should we get into it? The movie we're talking about is Interview with a Vampire. John, what's the deal with Interview with a Oh Vampire? my God.
2: Let me give you the 411 on Interview with a Vampire. Well, it came out in 1994. It's a gothic car drama film directed by Neil Jordan based on Anne Rice's 1976 novel of the same name. It stars Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Christian Slater, Antonio Banderas, Kirsten Dunst, and Stephen Ray. And uh, the movie is Against the Backdrop of a Gloomy San Francisco. A newly, The nearly two-century-old vampire, uh, played by Brad Pitt, recounts the unbelievable story of his transformation into a vampire by Lestat, played by Tom Cruise, and reporter Daniel Malloy, played by Slater, listens to this tale spanning 200 years of cruel betrayals, extreme solitude, unquenchable thirst, and the turning of a 10-year-old Claudia Played by Kirsten Dunst, into a vampire.
1: So Ryan, we asked you to bring mm-hmm. in a movie. Why interview with a vampire?
3: Um. So I twice the day you asked me, it came up in different conversations that I was having with people, and I was like, oh, okay. And uh, I was like, oh, I haven't seen it in a while, and uh, and then I was like, oh, that would be, I think, I think it has a chance to be go number one. Like, uh, <laughs> I think so. I thinking about it's, it, it's like, oh, this, yeah. Like uh, crosses checks a lot of the boxes, so uh, I thought it'd be uh, thought it'd be good. Um, when's the last time you had seen it?
1: Uh, years, probably <laughs> fifteen, twenty years, maybe. So you did a really cavalier. You are here to win. You don't. It doesn't. Uh, you're not necessarily <laughs> only a, that far. You're not a fan of the movie necessarily. You just <laughs> think like it has a lot. shot.
3: Okay. I like the I like the movie a lot, and I rewatched it um the other night, and it's great. And uh, it was, I was mm-hmm. happy to watch it again, but uh, yeah. But I'm not like jumping <laughs> <laughs> at the bit to prove.
2: You don't stand in. like, interview with the vampire.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna win.
1: <laughs> Take this, funny girl. Uh, John, what's your history with Interview with the Vampire? I saw Interview with the
2: Vampire when it came out, and then I saw it again last night for this podcast. Um, so I saw it. I guess I sort of liked it originally when I saw it. I remember thinking, like, meh, but, uh, yeah, so I wouldn't say I have a strong history with it, but I had seen it once before. How about you, Mark? Well, what do you think of it? Oh, um, overall, I want them to remake it as a TV series, like a mini miniseries, uh, and New make and it AM actually Rice. sexy. Yeah, like, I think... That'd be cool. I think, like, we are ready to actually make the... I haven't read the book, so I can't say for sure, but I feel like society is ready to, for the interview with the vampire. We deserve a different interview with the vampire is, is where I think we're at as a society. And wow. I say, Netflix, Showtime, HBO, someone get on this. You got, you, there's, there's a, you got some money here on the table. How about you, Mark? What do you think?
1: um i saw it in the theaters the only thing i remember and i remember that um at the time oprah left a screening 10 minutes in yes because she blood. said like well there's two i don't want to be there's good and there's light and darkness in the world and i don't want to be a part of darkness <laughs> which i thought was thank you oprah you are perfect never change uh, <laughs> <laughs> but i was a fan of the book and i do think i remember being okay with the movie that i watched last night and boy is brad pitt terrible in it
2: he's not good oh, he's a bad
1: person uh, overall like... all of
2: the acting in this movie is
1: bad at least tom cruise is having some fun i feel like. i don't think so but like brad pitt does look miserable the entire time
2: he apparently wanted to leave and then they <laughs> yeah. told him it would cost like 40, 40 million dollars and he was like all right i guess i'll stay but i'll make you know i'm miserable
1: <laughs> the entire time <laughs> It is like beautifully filmed though. And like the sets and the production designs are amazing. And you're like, oh, this would sure. never happen now. Like everything would just be like green screened yeah. and like, and they would also call out Louis for owning slaves. I feel yeah. like. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, was
3: like, I, I was like, oh wow, we're uh, five minutes in and we meet our protagonist, the slave master. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Finally, someone to root the for. The hero of the story.
2: <laughs> yeah. But they did seem to like him.
1: Sure. Well, considering who made the story, <laughs> Neil Jordan would know the struggles. until they turned like, their back on him. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it was a bit of a slog for me to get through, but I am glad because I remember liking it. But I and I remember that Guns and Roses cover of "Sympathy for the Devil" over the sure. end credits of the oh, Yeah. But as you may or may not know, Ryan, we are looking for the gayest movie ever, and we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge the gayest movie ever. So we're gonna go through a bunch of categories, and at the end, you will add a category, and it could become- Become Canon! Canon. All right, so let's go over the current top five. You're feeling like you have a shot, so let's see where we're at. Let's see what you I think you've like. got a shot,
2: too. This This movie has a shot.
1: You definitely have a shot for the top five, I would say. All right, number yeah. five, 9 to 5 with a 62.63. Number four with a 66.49%. Meet Me in St. Louis. Number three with 69.17%. The Muppets Take Manhattan. Number two with a 76.52%. Funny Girl and the current reigning champ. Number one with a 78.59%. Bradley Cooper's A Star is Born. So let's see. Let's get into it. (laughs) All right. Our first category, homoeroticism. Ryan, how homoerotic is Interview with a Vampire?
3: Uh, I would say it's got to be like a 93.
1: Uh, Here's the
2: thing. It's on paper. It's super homoerotic.
3: But But it doesn't really take too many chances. It feels like that's my personal...
2: There's definitely that. I mean, it's definitely 1994, so I don't want to ding them too hard. But like, yeah, if it we're made today, they would like, Lestat and Louis would be like an actual gay couple. There'd be a whole lot, they would have gone farther with it.
1: There'd be but- more, there is that one moment that's like really the strong, most homoerotic is when Lestat cuts his wrist and then it like holds it over Louis's mouth. <laughs> and it's it's like a facial, it's a money shot. Yeah. But with blood.
2: It's, it's a blood so that's Bukaki. pretty homoerotic,
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
2: So. Put that... in the boo and
1: boo cocky, huh? <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh I mean there's a lot like when the Tom loses with that pop guy early on. There you go.
1: There you go. Okay. <laughs> um and then like that threesome with the lady at the piano bar and Armand and Louie, like there is like a lot of like subtext. There's a lot. But there's, not and a, also like, like, there's a near kiss. Yeah. yeah. Near and also
3: kiss. like
2: Brad Pitt and Antonio Banderas, like if this were made today would be a totally, they would, it would be a full on fuck fest between the two of them. Yes. But, and yet watching it, how is it, I like my husband and I were talking about it, like how is it that like Brad Pitt and Antonio Banderas are inches away from each other, like whispering, barely gay subtext and it's not i'm not as turned on as i think i should be as it was on paper
1: it's all pretty dry
3: yeah i think all that stuff like the um the sexuality i don't think is shot very well nothing feels really that well some parts feel like a little erotic but not 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 a lot you know so everything's kind of yeah well this is
1: like the book came out like right at the time when the book was like a big became popular in the mid eighties. it was right around, like, this was, like, Interview with the Vampire was the text, almost, of, like, you know, vampires as AIDS metaphor. hmm But that's kind of all, like, drained away, and, like, there's no... Thank you. Thank you. So, Ryan, <laughs> what are you going to give this for homoeroticism? Uh, I, I, I'll stick with 93. 93, the year Jurassic yeah. Park came out.
2: <laughs> that's um... why I picked it. <laughs> 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 I feel like this is homoerotic but it doesn't deliver on the homoeroticism
1: so I'm gonna go 81. 81 that's pretty high. Yeah I'll give it a you know I'll give it an 80 just for the, the blood bukkake okay it's weird like to see like Tom like you know like Will Smith is always so quick to point out I'm not gay I feel yeah. like Tom Cruise <laughs> but, is kind of the same so it's kind of weird to see him in this movie like this is like is this his that, Cruise's like a little, gayest but, movie
3: is that like before all that stuff reached a fever pitch, though? That or like Tom Cruise, uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, that maybe like those were just kind of murmurs at the time. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: Because he was, with, was he with Nicole Kidman in 94? I don't know. I think so. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Our next category actual gay characters.
2: Hmm. Well, you got that fop character. That guy's definitely gay.
1: Stephen Ray, the, the, the weird French mime. That one? No.
2: Remember that old lady with the two poodles it, that they have that weird yeah.
1: moment with? Oh, the one who, yeah. like, she killed, he killed her husband. Yeah, 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 he killed her husband. Yeah. That guy's definitely gay, because you. goes the root, Tom Cruise. There's the rude doll maker, who said, you can't the afford anything
2: maker. in here, little girl. He's definitely gay. And Tony <laughs> Banderas is definitely gay in this movie. And I think
1: Louis and Lestat are, too. Like, they are, like... They're
2: definitely, like, a couple. They're, they're like, a gay couple raising Kirsten Dunn. It's a chosen family,
1: yeah. But it never,
3: they never really truly, like, define it. They never, like, just kind of... It's all very well. Wait, have
2: any of us read the book?
1: I
3: have,
2: but it's Mark been like
1: it. 20 30 years. It's like, like gayer in the book and more spelled, more explicit. Like, I feel like if you made this today, they would be this
2: gay couple raising
1: this 10-year-old Kirsten Duck. But also, like, back then, I don't think people used labels of, like, we're gay. You know what I mean? Like, in, in, the, in, the, 1800s, no the, in the 1800s, in the 1800s, 1800s when the movie is okay. set, okay. it would be weird <laughs> we to say, like, we're good. out and proud, honey. Yes, please. You know what I mean? That was <laughs> But I need, I need that. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how else will you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's what? They're New Orleans, right? Come on. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You know what I mean? So in some ways, it would be weird for them to be like, "We are married." You know? Right.
2: No, I get that, but I think like okay, if it was made today, it would be more like it would be more like Absolutely. yes, there thing. Just lean into it. Like True yeah. Blood
1: did it. There are gay people sure. all over True Blood.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thank you.
1: So, how many gay characters go. are we say in like five? At least five, I would think.
2: Who? What? what name your five.
1: Louis Lestat, uh, mom, mom. Antonio Banderas, the cop, f- 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 and, and, and the doll, the doll maker. maker. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: five. Do you feel like it's a thing of like if you are truly immortal, everyone becomes bisexual?
1: You would have to, yeah,
2: sure. You get okay. so bored, fair, yeah. You're just yeah. like, well, why not?
1: I might as well fuck yeah. a woman. What if I got, yeah, live? I'll just you put it in here, I mean?
2: see what happens. Yeah, what's
1: the worst yeah. that can happen?
2: <laughs> fair, fair, I get it.
1: All right, I did it, great. <laughs> so Ryan, out of a zero to a hundred, what are you going to score? Interview with the Vampire on actual gay characters? Uh, I'll give it.
3: I'll give it. A, give it a sixty-five. Sixty-five. I think, yeah, the leads are like most likely gay. We'll we'll, we'll assume they're gay. sure.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. They're at least gay leaning, gay open,
3: accessible. Yeah.
2: Um. I'm going to go higher than that because I think like those are the two big leads. Antonio Banderas feels to me like he's straight up gay. Um, I
1: mean, anyone Tony, who runs a theater company called Theater Dates Vampires. There's that. And his wig. <laughs> I know, like his
2: wig was so long. I was like, girl, that's
1: the extensions. worst theater I've ever seen. <laughs> At the time, though, I mean, they couldn't do a PowerPoint theater, back then. But at the end of the show, the audience just walks out silently. Like, did they yeah. enjoy it? Did they hate it? Did they love it? Uh, they Nothing. Looked, they looked kind of
3: bothered, like they like annoyed. And that's how I would have felt, too. They were sort of like, yeah. I
2: guess it's too late to ask for a refund.
1: Yeah. Well, that yeah. was in your face. Yeah. <laughs> cool, guys. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, that rape wasn't as satisfying as I thought it would be. Um, I'm going to give it a...
1: 73 73 i mean i'm gonna give it an 85 okay Ooh, this is like the two leads essentially i mean yes mm-hmm. they're boring and brown rice of people but <laughs> you take what you can get in when you're That's starving true. all right next category camp factor how campy is interview with a vampire
2: very it's campy, pretty damn campy right? It's pretty
1: campy yeah. I mean, um go ahead I was just going to say just the fact that Tom Cruise is playing gay feels camp.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Here's some things I wrote down. for that I, there was a, like a, a graveyard that had an overgrown garden. There's something very campy about that. Yes. Um, sucking the blood from poodles. That seems very campy to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, there was a moment where Tom Cruise drove a horse that jumped over a bonfire. And more than yeah. once, Tom Cruise had an argument with people while he was playing piano. That felt very Liberace to me.
1: <laughs> this is behind the candelabra. <laughs> thought,
2: yeah, this is yeah. very like this. This has got camp in its DNA. There's no way this isn't. Even if oh, everyone was straight, this would be campy somehow. Yes,
3: I I liked Brad Pitt telling a story with his back turned to someone. That felt. That's uh, always uh, yeah oh, yes. That's
2: very camp. A little over the shoulder <laughs> storytelling. Yeah. yeah, and his little
1: watch <laughs> chain in his vest. Oh. Yeah. Um i thought here's what i thought was camp: brad pitt's entire performance um tom cruise saying now look with your vampire eyes
2: sure any scene
1: (laughs) where tom cruise has to seduce a woman feels campy to me Mm -hmm. the fact that brad pitt's hold a wine glass with two hands cupping it using a coffin as a coffee table tom Mm -hmm. cruise's dance with a corpse uh yeah Yeah. what's her fate the little girl's magically curling hair Mm -hmm. and just also (laughs) finally just calling your theater troupe theater days vampires so it's pretty sure. There's a lot of camp here.
2: There's a ton yeah. of camp in this one. I do you feel think like it's I've possible seen, to do a non campy yeah. vampire film?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm trying to, I guess, well, Blade is pretty camp. I was trying to think of what. <laughs> yeah. the, no, I don't think you can. Um, I mean, there's so
2: many like capes and just like dark night weirdness happening.
1: Near Dark's not that campy. The Catherine Bigelow one,
2: I don't know that one.
1: It's like 80s, they're like punk rock vampires. I mean, Lost Boys is total camp. Lost Boys yeah. is camp. Uh, Ryan, what are you going to give this for Camp Factor? I'm going to give it 100. 100? There is nothing <laughs> yeah. campier than Interview with a Vampire. <laughs> interview well, with a Vampire
3: can, uh, like, if I say it's 100, that means nothing can, like, other movies can have 100.
1: Of course. Sure, but on, yeah. according to you, on your scale, there is nothing... Nothing, was campy. Thing, nothing can be campier. That's true. Yes, yeah, they I, could I, I be I as that.
2: campy. Other movies can have 100, too. Yeah. For sure. Uh,
3: yes, I believe that to be true.
2: Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say if it had some sort of musical number, it would be play, a little um, bit campier. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just somehow, like like a piano bar in New Orleans, like just like Tom Cruise getting up and doing so, If though he does play piano... But I'm, I'm going to give it a 98 for, for camp.
1: 98, wow. It's pretty up there. It's up there, but I, I think like so much of it, it was a slog to get through. So it's like, mm. it has peaks and valleys. So I feel it's not, it doesn't sustain the camp to me. Like it's the pace of it is really kind of dull and boring at heart. So I don't
2: disagree. This yeah. really needs to yeah. be like, I feel like what I'm hoping <laughs> is that we're we're, because like television is now less, like it felt like for a while like movies was like the art was like the form that you wanted to like conquer like that was the out like the ultimate form but like like a book like this feels like oh if this had like six hours or eight episodes or something like that it could really fulfill the storytelling that it wants to do like the novel well, she's of, written
1: fifteen of these books. in Right, the vampire but novel.
2: I feel the same way about like the Harry Potter novels. Like those movies, like they're all good, but they all seem to me like they're just like remember this moment, remember this moment, remember this moment. We're moving on. And I feel like if mm-hmm. this could be become a miniseries,
1: it would be incredible. So you're saying Warner Brothers made a big, huge misstep by filming no, the Harry Potter movies? They made all the money they needed
2: to make. <laughs> but if they did them, <laughs> but I think they will make another fortune by making Kick a great mini, by making a great <laughs> television series of them
1: absolutely I mean it's fertile yeah
2: um, and I feel the same thing with Injury with the Vampire like I feel like it's ready for like actual gate like to explore that more explore more interesting and spend more time with these characters and their storylines
1: well the um, last but... one was um Prince Lestat and the realms of Atlantis what so she that? gets into it that's the most recent Vampire Chronicles book she's written Anne Rice okay it involves Atlantis Wow. So I hope we get to that <laughs> level. Where we get to that point. <laughs> what season, how long what ago... book is that? Fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> and how long ago did that come out? Like two years ago. Oh, okay. She's still cranking <laughs> out. She wrote books about Christ. Anne Rice's. I, I did a deep dive into Anne Rice's bibliography last night, and uh, it's fun. Wait, <laughs> okay. she has like what? What was that book about Christ? Like uh,
3: She's written like a- three
1: books about Christ, like the life of Christ, essentially, like novels, fictional. A fictional take oh, on, on the life of Christ. Oh, right. Anyways, I'm giving this a 65 in Camp Factor. <laughs> <laughs> Why 65? Well, I, like I said, there's was, there was definitely moments of camp. It's more camp than average, but mm-hmm. uh, I've seen a lot campier movies. For sure. instance, Windows, for, you know. But okay, I'm sure, this sure. five higher than Funny Girl. It's okay. Um, all right. Next category over the top wardrobe. How over the top is this wardrobe, Ryan? I actually don't think it's that over the top. Right, Like, I thought they could have had more fun. Um, The only thing is, like, Lesat's suits have, like, glitter in them. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that felt like, that is clearly not of the time. I felt
2: like a lot of the New Orleans stuff was definitely, like, amped up.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think, like, there definitely was a lot, like, they didn't use those fabrics exactly for that outfit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it definitely was, like, the Hollywood version of that. But I, I get what you're saying. Like it's not like they were wearing that in like 1994, and so it sure. seemed
3: so insane. Um I thought the theater scene felt like a missed opportunity. Like we could have yeah. had a little more mm-hmm. fun.
1: They just look like they're wearing trash bags. All those like yeah, the people in the <laughs> cloaks. Yeah. Like the theater was not cool. Like their shows were like so dorky. It was. I yeah. to
2: me, I was like, oh, this is the vampire UCB. Is what it <laughs> yeah. felt like to me. Audiences shuffling out, Silence. Well, I, I paid $5, I guess I got what I deserved. Yeah. I guess watching this horrible thing happen to this woman.
1: It's totally in your face. <laughs> A woman is shut down on stage. Right, exactly, it? they're all just wearing garbage bags. Sure, I guess. Let's just, let's just go to birds. So what do we want to get this for over-the-top wardrobe? Um, you guys go first.
2: Right. I'll go first. I think there's more to it. Like Tom, Tom Cruise had this like blue coat when he like when he turned uh Brad Pitt that I thought was really like uh kind of crazy. Like Brad Pitt, even <laughs> Brad Pitt to me, I was like, Oh, I bet Michael Jackson saw this movie, was like, I want to play Brad Pitt's character in the musical version of it. Because he had like that, like he always had those like impeccable fur uh like collars. There definitely was like more over the topness to the wardrobe. Then I think we're giving you credit for. I'm gonna go, but yes, it's also like, oh, it is somewhat appropriate to the time. I'm
1: gonna go 84. 84. Uh, I'm gonna go 50. I thought it was pretty middle of the road. Okay. Uh, I'll go 70. 70. All right. An average of 68. Five points higher than Bradley Cooper's A Star Is Born, so way right. to go, Interview Here with a go. Vampire. <laughs> All right, next category, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch us and come away with like a whole book of ideas? Mm. I feel like Lestat is the only like iconic look maybe. You know what I mean? Like, and like, uh, yeah. what's the, Claudia? What's the little girl's name? Whatever her name was. Your yeah, sonatas? I think the fun could be that there. The but thing. Definitely. Yeah. But it's not like big mm. on like iconic, maybe like Antonio Banderas. Yeah, but I like...
2: It's Maybe hard Steven because Ray. it's like it's very vampiric, but without making its own specific look.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, like uh, like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Like that's got like a super lot of yes definite looks.
1: That mm-hmm. one's a lot more over the top in terms of the wardrobe. Yeah. Those collars <laughs> that Mina wears.
2: <laughs> Those especially. Um,
1: so what do we want to get this for drag queen inspiration? There's also just Uh, the time period itself. You know, like, oh, late 1800s.
2: I feel like seeing this movie, you're going to be like, oh, I like that look. I like that thing. I like, you know, I think there's stuff there to be, to make you think of stuff, to tickle the imagination. There's stuff there to make
1: you think of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go 52. 52.
2: Uh, I'm going to go 68.
1: 68. One point away from heaven, uh, I'm gonna give it a 45. I don't think it was that great. Okay. All right, next category. Ryan, on a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend this to a gay person? Let's say a little child comes up to you, I'm 12, <laughs> okay. I'm it, having puberty, and I, I think I know who I like, and it ain't I, girls. I don't what don't movie so. should I watch?
2: I don't think, I think you make this more a child gay thing than an actual like gay person thing. Well, I like think I think of like. A, <laughs> I was I think watching the,
1: rated R movies when I was a kid.
2: Sure, but thought, like, are I you going to tell a 12-year-old well. to watch this movie? But like, I think if it's more like you're having brunch, your gay friend has said like, oh, I've never seen an Interview with a Vampire. What are you going to say to
3: that? I'd say yes. Uh, or if I, if they I said, if they asked me, but I have to put it from a zero to a hundred. Uh, yeah, how I likely? Would, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I would uh, give it 85 85. I think it's still like fun and like, it's, uh, it's easy on the eyes. Like they're, yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're worse movies to watch, yeah.
1: High praise indeed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you won't kill yourself if you watch movie
1: with a It's better this than, than Six Marry. Underground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> John, what are you gonna give it?
2: I feel like I would recommend it more on the potential than in like the realized potential of this movie. Mm-hmm. So, in that way, I'll give it a
1: 48. 48. Yeah, I would. I, uh, there's, we'll go to YouTube and just watch some of the clips. I'll give it a 25. <laughs> All right, next category. Give it an average of 52.67. All right, next category. The male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form in this?
3: I mean, all these... horny could be hornier.
1: Yeah. You know that is true of every movie I've ever seen. Every movie. I mean, you Brad think Pitt, Windows could
2: have been hornier.
1: It could have been a lot uh, hornier. No. Uh, I did think like Brad Pitt does look great. Really? I thought
2: he I looked mean, yeah, absurd, he shot,
1: especially at the beginning. Like he shot like just like you know the camera does like his face. He looks like a, a like a doll, like a like a porcelain doll. Yeah, but uh, like his.
2: His skin is so pale and his hair is so- I just
1: mostly the first like 10 minutes before he turns into a vampire. Oh, okay, gotcha. After 10 minutes, you start looking on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> I would never look at a phone when I'm reviewing a movie for this podcast, John. How dare you?
3: What is the best Brad Pitt look? Like what, uh, is it Troy? Is it- um... Well, Thelma I'm... Louise is hard to beat. The Thelma original. Louise Thelma
2: slash uh, the most recent one. Oh, yeah, Once Upon a Time.
3: Once Upon yeah. a Time. That's, that's, yeah. that's up pretty high. On the oh, rooftop?
2: Yeah. Come on. Come on, yeah.
1: Ryan. Come on, you know. Come on.
2: What about like, Legends
3: of Don't
1: the act. Fall? Don't act, we
2: get it. You're straight, but come on. We get no. it.
1: <laughs> Legends of the Falls. too like Fabio. It's too like, it's too uh, coiffed. Yeah. I always thought he was cute in 12 Monkeys when he has like a lazy eye and a fucked up haircut. Sure. A little more dangerous. A little more edgy. A little dirtier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. I get <laughs> you get what it. I'm saying, Ryan. Oh, sure. <laughs> you don't like a girl with fucked up hair and a lazy eye? <laughs> <laughs> She's rough around the edges. Nothing I don't, know. <laughs> so what are we going to give this for the male gaze? Fucked th- up hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Ryan, you want to go...
3: Sure. Uh, for the male, male gaze, I'll go 74.
1: 74. Pretty high. I think so. Uh, I'm going to go lower than that. The whole thing I is
3: feel- about like, sorry, I feel like the whole thing was marketed as like, we have like the hottest men in Hollywood. In this That's movie. true. Like, that was like the big thing.
2: I 100% think you're correct. And again, on paper, this should be the gayest movie ever. Like, how could there be a scene where Antonio Banderas and Brad Pitt are like, whisper fucking each other like they're just inches away from each other each other's face and i'm like why is this not turning you know, i on? think it's
1: like neil jordan took the material too seriously like if imagine if like a paul verhoeven directed this it would be insane oh sure
0: like if they're just amp up
1: everything mm-hmm. you know right, i think right, that's right. what this movie needs like a jolt of life it's a little a brian maybe de palma like, de, maybe rather than brian it. de palma
2: <laughs> that yeah. i that i could get um so uh male gaze what did you give it
1: he gave it a 74
2: I'm going to go 53. 53.
1: I'm going 45. Okay. 57.33. Crushing Windows, which is a lesbian erotic thriller from that episode that's not out yet, Ryan. So you uh, <laughs> don't know where we're what talking saying. about. Alright, next category. Entrances with pizzazz.
2: There's a ton in this movie. There's a lot. Yeah. This movie loves an entrance. Louis.
1: And...
2: Oh yeah, walking
1: up on the yeah. yeah,
2: what a, a nerd, dance right? the, Yeah, under the bridge. Yeah. Kind of darky. Um, Brad, even in the beginning, like when Brad turned around
1: first, that yes. was a big one. There's uh, one scene where lestat just like jumps out at, literally yep. like a cat, mm-hmm. and then even like <laughs> lestat at the piano, like that is like a nice. That's a big one.
2: That's, yeah, when he comes back from the well. alligator, he like jumps in yeah. through a window once. That's a fun entrance. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: um and even like Tom Cruise's like final entrance, like that's a big, like.
3: Oh yeah, like, like when he, how did, I, I know I just watched it the he's other like day. Like driving he, the car. Yeah, but how does he get into the car? Is he, is he's, he's like the really lion, I guess?
1: They don't really he's just show just there. That. The magic yeah, of cinema.
3: There. That's pretty, that's bad. <laughs> The
1: magic or sloppiness of the direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vague editing. Antonio Banderas in the theater and the show has a good, like it's out of focus yeah, in the background one, yeah. and you see him in the red. Mm-hmm. So Neil Jordan's no slouch. Yeah. Um, so what do you want to give this for entrances with Pizazz? Uh, I will go 92. 92!
2: I will go 87.
1: 87. These are so high. Uh, I'm going to give it a 67. It okay. Why, big, why,
2: I felt like there were so many good it was ones. There's like
1: three or four. I don't know. Not enough. I'm just okay. considering, I go to, my bar is, again, I think for this is like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now there's a gotcha. man who knows how to shoot an entrance. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Everyone sure. gets a frame around their Everyone entrance. gets a frame. <laughs> fair, It's a moment, it's a moment. Mm-hmm. All right, next category, dramatic lighting.
2: Oh, there's so much in this.
1: It's pretty dramatic. Yeah. A lot yeah. of candlelight.
2: I mean, this movie loves just watching the South Burn. Who doesn't, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to watch the South Burn. Red Interview with the Vampire.
3: Yeah, a lot of shots like with, like, moonlight. A lot of, like, out in gardens and moonlight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hmm A lot of Kino glows. Flows. And
2: even like just the fact that like the sunlight killed those two characters, like that was dramatic. That is dramatic when the yeah, lights about is lighting.
1: That is pure drama in light, John. Yeah, exactly. Thank
2: you. John. Thank you. I am listening. Thank you, Mark. John made a point. <laughs> One that you didn't
1: dismiss. Yay.
0: <laughs>
1: Miracles can happen. That's <laughs> so pretty dramatic, I would say. The horse is yeah, coming out so of the too. fog.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, and even Antonio no. Banderas doing that weird thing with his hand over the candle.
2: Yes, that no, was dramatic. Yeah, really. when he burned his hand. And he's like, oh, I
3: love this.
1: Mm. I'm
3: re- I remember that from the trailers. That was like a big
1: moment in oh, the, uh, yeah. the yeah. In
3: trailers. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Everything in this movie is like so flammable. Like when Brad Pitt <laughs> is like burning down his own plantations, like it, everything is immediately engulfed in flames like how did this oh, place yeah. ever survive to stand <laughs> <laughs> yeah also seems- at, some, at some point it's like all right buddy the
3: house is on fire you got it like, yeah we page, gotta can, go yeah he's like he's like lighting like every
1: doily like on the uh, <laughs> yeah. table. Like- <laughs> <a> weird ocd <laughs> yeah. so what do you want to give this for dramatic lighting um i'll give it an 85 85
2: uh, I'm going to go 87. 87.
1: I'll go 82. It's pretty dramatic.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Next category: strident women. Mm-hmm. No. Just Claudia, pretty much. I'm no, right I you. think
2: there's a couple. There was the seamstress who was like, I need more light. I need more light. Why is it so dark in here? And then Kirsten does <laughs> You are girl. adding
1: so much attitude to her <laughs> Then <that laughs> there
2: really was. She said it several times. She was trying. I was like, we I get need it, more girl. light.
1: I cannot look like this. Oh, what is this? uh kirsten dunce
2: was very strident
1: yeah yeah she plots I, murder
2: yeah exactly and i thought um the actress who was on stage in the show within a show who was um her IMDb bio is mortal woman on stage. She was pretty strident. She was kind of annoying.
1: The one who was screaming for her life? Yeah, that one. She was annoying. You thought she was strident.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. Annoying. <laughs> I was like, we get it. You're going to die. I don't know how you were picking yeah, up. the audience. Yeah, you don't
1: want to.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've accepted it's it. It's not can't you? about
1: you right now. Wow. I would not agree that she is strident at all. Okay, but I think the seamstress and Kirsten
2: Dunst are definitely very. Fair strange. enough. Fair enough. But there's not a lot of women in this movie. No, we barely got to know that other woman who was who died with Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, Which is sad.
1: That's one yeah. thing the movie does like because all of a sudden Louis is killing people, but you never feel like because this whole thing in the beginning of this movie is I don't want to kill people. I don't want to eat people. we yeah, don't, I don't have remember to where do the this. turn was And then barely. all of a sudden he just is, and like so it doesn't feel like he ever has an arc.
3: Really? Yeah, I don't. There's not that moment where he makes the decision, really. Yeah. Like or if to he, does it for, he does it for, yeah.
1: If yeah. he did it for like Claudia or something. So it's like motivated. But yeah. right. it doesn't happen. Oh, well. So what do you want to give this for Strident Women, Ryan? Uh, I'll give it a 40. 40. I will go uh, 65. 65. Uh, I'm going to go 42 it's just basically kirsten Dunst. Who's great she's probably the best performance in this movie yeah, yeah probably. probably uh all right our next category on a scale of zero to 100 how macabre is interview with the vampire that's pretty macabre it's pretty, it's pretty macabre, macabre. <laughs> i don't know if it's pretty macabre i mean you have uh if oprah walked
2: out of it <laughs> <laughs> Even just the fact, like when they're like one of the early like blood sucking scenes, there was like cutting back with like a Punch and Judy show.
1: I was uh-huh. like, "This is weird and macabre." Yeah. yeah, the theater. It's there's like it's the whole movies. There's this. There isn't a scene that isn't macabre. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's I all mean that vampires. sunlight dying
1: scene pretty. Is a lot. <laughs> Which one? Being slowly
3: burned to death by the sun is. uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crouching in a in a strange woman's
1: arms. <laughs> <laughs> right. That stinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll ruin your day. <laughs> so what would you get this on zero to a hundred, Ryan, for macab? I'll go a hundred. A hundred. Uh I'll go uh ninety six. What would it take to get those four more points, John? I don't know. How could it have been more macabre? You need I, to see I, maggots? I guess
2: I want like more, yeah, like or just something that makes to be like, I guess it's like they got more weird sexually. All hmm. right, good
1: to know. Um, I'm gonna give it a hundred. <laughs> uh, I'm a okay. hundred. All right, fair next fair. category, wigs. What would you rate wigs? There's a lot I mean, of wigs. everyone's got everyone's a wig in a wig. this movie.
2: And there's also that like... iconic haircutting scene.
1: Yes. Yeah. Also, why so does the girl's hair turn curly when she becomes a vampire, but none of the guys did? Would that have been more fun if Brad Pitt all of a sudden had like a curly hair? He had like a mullet.
2: He like projected yeah. what a fashion trend was going to be with hair.
1: <laughs> right?
3: I would love to, if they, yeah, if, if like whatever the studio head of Warner Brothers or Paramount, uh, they finally see the end of the movie and uh, it's like, He's got a Jerry curl for it. It's like we got to reshoot this whole thing. We got to redo. It's in the book, though. What the fuck are you doing?
1: (laughs) We got to go redo. You can't do this. They could call it a scary curl. There's some product tie in there.
2: Sure, sure.
1: I should go to bed. Um, (laughs) But Lasat's in a wig. Brad Pitt. I assume that's a wig. Antonio Banderas. is A wig.
2: Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Everyone's wearing a wig in this. Yeah. You think Kirsten Dunst is with that curly hair? Of oh, course. Yeah. That's got to be a wig. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what so would we are give we this? Rating on
3: just sheer number of wigs or like how good the wigs are? Like how fun? Yes to Some both. To I you. Say. Okay. Uh, I'll give it an 85. 85. Oh, I'm going to
2: go. Uh, it's pretty wiggy. I feel like everyone's got a wig and there is that iconic scene with the wig,
1: like growing right back. So I'm going to go 96. 96. Not as wiggy as funny girl. You gave that a 98. Mm, um, well, you know. I'm gonna give this an 88. Pretty wiggy, but there isn't like one iconic hair, I yeah. think. Who's, who's got the most iconic hair? Tom Cruise. I think Kirsten
3: Dunn. Probably Kirsten Dunn. I, like, I, I think Kirsten think Dunn's, curls. but
2: I also think like Antonio Banderas' wig was like very memorable. It's like super long. It is like a weird yeah. specific look for Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. I don't know. I think it's pretty wiggy, guys.
1: Hey, it got okay. a
2: um I made my case
1: 89.67.
2: Fair. Great. Higher than
1: Bradley Cooper's A Star Is Born. Okay. All right. Our next category, Quips. How quippy is Interview with a Vampire, where you just laugh at a lot. (laughs) Lestat is so funny.
3: That's Honestly, that's probably why it drags so
1: much, is that the dialogue's pretty boring, pretty bland. Well, it just, it seems like, so like this overwrought of like, you dare not ask me to do this. Like this faux Shakespeare that just like doesn't work coming out of a human's mouth. I once went into like, um, like a haunted, like walkthrough thing. And this is like a few years after Interview with a Vampire. And the vampire scene was just two people having an argument about don't ask me to do this. Like just being really (laughs) over the top acting. And it was the fucking worst thing. That's what we love from scene from vampires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pathos. Yeah. <laughs> the only I wrote down. Someone described, uh, oh, Bram Stoker's Dracula as the vulgar fictions of a demented Irishman. All right. Mm-hmm. These are like quips <laughs> that like in this for movie. readers. <laughs> that is in this yeah. movie. That's a line from is? the movie. Oh really? Oh
3: uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. He yeah, asked about Dracula. Yeah. Oh right.
1: Uh, but it's like a lot of clunkers. Yeah. Clunky, Pretty- not quippy. So what would you give this for quips, Ryan? I'll go 25. 25. I'm gonna go 12. 12, ouch. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna go 10. All right, great. (laughs) It was rough. Double ouch. (laughs) Double ouch. All right, next category, vibrato. How much vibrato is in this? movie and we use vibrato to mean well john can explain it better than so i so
2: it's not just like actual literal vocal vibrato but also like anything that's like a little extra a little zhuzh a little like sort of more anytime it sort of gilds the lily as it were sure anything
1: mm-hmm. I, I don't think this movie does that enough it's so like restrict yeah it's so like it feels like they're going for a best picture when they should be going for like a midnight movie you know yeah because there's not mm-hmm. a lot of fun in this movie
2: that's the no. problem with this movie. Like, This could be a Raiders of the Lost Ark if they just were having
1: fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it does, like, Jones like... was a vampire who married Brody and raised a little girl.
2: Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly what this movie is, but everyone's frowning the whole time, yeah. so it can't be
3: that. And it's like, and for Tom Cruise, like, he's the person who seems like maybe he's having the most fun, but I don't think
1: he's the person who truly knows how to have fun. And right, so, yeah. Like,
2: he's like, if I'm uh, laughing, I'm having fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until Tropic Thunder that he really let loose. <laughs> yeah, let I us in on the joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what were we gonna get this for, vibrato? Mm,
3: I'll go fifty-five.
1: 55. We're going gonna go fifty-two. Fifty-two there's that many weeks in a year i'm going 12 this is like <laughs> <laughs> all right last category before the wheel categories it doesn't matter um footwork <laughs> how much footwork is in this movie there's a couple there's a couple dance scenes there's a lot tom, of dancing
2: tom cruise dances with uh the corpse of kirsten Dunst's mom which is pretty taste. tasteless Pretty yeah, pretty tacky. <laughs> pretty rude. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, thank uh, you. Some of the some of the fight scenes, especially when we're like burning things down, like there's there's some like well, action. The vampires also like
1: move very quickly, like you can't see mm-hmm. them because yeah. right. they move so quick.
2: I wish they had more fun with that, I will say that.
1: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but that's oh, the My Mirror scene? Sure. Oh, so weird. Wait. Which, with Steven that? the guy in the tunnel when oh, he yeah, like, yeah, starts yeah, marrying yeah. his <laughs> yeah. movements yeah. and Brad Pitt's like this is fun <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> then he gets annoyed really fast
1: I mean as did we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what do you want to give us for footwork Ryan
3: Um, I like the I thought there's some good fight choreography in it I will go 55
1: 55 I'll go,
2: because the dance, with did Tom Cruise and the Dead Mom, and there were a few, like, sort of, like, group dance numbers. I'm going to go 61.
1: 61. I'm going 60. Hmm. Great. All right, we are well, now to, to the wheel category. There are going to be four categories with a bunch of four categories. Now you're going to spin a wheel four times, and then that will be the category. So these
2: are other categories that guests of ours have come up with that did not make it to quite to canon, but they made it to the wheel. So the first category is Memorial Moments.
1: Oh, is there a moment really? when we think about those we've lost? Dear Gregory, who loves to <laughs> stain glass.
2: To me, the moment, and I was like, I totally forgot that this existed, but the end, like when, he's, when he sort of like jumps cuts to like, and now I'm, inter- now I'm being interviewed by you, that whole montage of like, and then movies happened, and I got to see the sunrise, and I got to see the color blue of the ocean, and all that stuff. That to me felt like a memorial moment. That like a montage that was like a salute to cinema.
3: I did in like the that midst part of that. Yeah, that's that was fun. Like that's like you kind of want to see that like a uh, vampire passage of time, like getting to experience all the stuff we don't don't get that enough in this movie.
1: Like the epic scope that's of the fun. story. Yeah. Also, like um, Brad Pitt says at one point, or some one of them, does we all go to heaven, all but us. That's like there's a lot of there's a lot of gloominess, which is like a uh, form of uh, memorialism. <laughs> Vampirism? Yeah, yeah you're memorializing yourself, time because you are dead. <laughs> so we want to get this yeah. for memorial moments. Uh, what's the ready feel again?
3: Just zero to one hundred for these, yep. also? Yep. Okay. Um. I'll go sixty-three. Sixty-three. Uh, I
2: don't think it's to me, it feels like it's mostly just that weird movie montage at the end. I'm gonna go uh, 44.
1: 44. Uh, I'm gonna go 57, kind of right in the middle of you guys, giving it 54.67. John, spin that wheel on Ryan's behalf. (laughs) Gay icon? Gay icon. Are there any gay icons? Interesting. Do we think. Well, I would say Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten
2: Dunst it's might a, a little icon. bit. What do you think is her most iconic performance?
1: Melancholia, Marie Antoinette. I mean, you talk so, yeah, to her husband. Yeah. You say Marie Antoinette? Spider-Man. Spider-Man? That doesn't
2: feel like an iconic performance, her Spider-Man. Wow. Not that I'm it was popular. bad, but it didn't feel mm. like, oh, she made sense of this character in a way that no one else has before
3: um i think what, like, when people it's probably what you get recognized most for though right like
1: and i do know on that quibi show game show they do one of the challenges was sing the praises of kirsten dunst which i saw <laughs> that go around on twitter so i think if they're doing it that does love credence to the fact that kirsten dunst okay. is a gay icon
2: gotcha okay so okay. definitely get some points for that Otherwise, we have... All right, so we have Antonio Banderas, Brad Pitt, and Tom Cruise. Antonio Cruz. Banderas
1: has been in a ton of Pedro Almodovar movies. There you go. Um, he's played gay a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. He's like art house gay. Yeah, he'll do Broadway. He'll do Broadway. He'll do he'll Broadway. He'll record an, an album. Him. He'll do <laughs> Puss in Boots.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so got him. Tom Cruise? Is he a gay icon? No. I don't know. No, I don't think he's so. gay, comma, <laughs> icon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I feel like he's too questionable to be an icon. Too Brad question. Pitt, he's not gay. I feel You're like people gay. pretty much believe that story about Brad Pitt. You know what, what I, mean? Like, you know were, I mean? Like, you know how there are some people who i mean, like—believe that he is not gay.
1: Oh, we believe Brad Pitt is straight. Yes, I think we do. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um. So I would say it, it goes to Kirsten Dunst and Antonio Banderas. Yeah.
1: So, Ryan, how would you write this for gay icons? Uh, we'll go 60. 60.
2: I'm going to go uh, 47.
1: 47. Uh, I'll go 55. Okay. That's all cursing does. All right. Spin that wheel, John. All righty. Teamwork. Teamwork. How much teamwork is in this movie?
3: Well, Brad Pitt and uh, Kirsten Dunst do pull
1: up a little pull up a, a prank on Tom Cruise where so they kill him
2: <laughs> yeah a delightful prank uh huh yeah
1: and Lasada um, and Louie do have like a life together they build a that's true for an indetermin uh, for like 30 years they were a family it's hard to tell that's what, I think that's what it was
3: yeah so yeah they they work together they the they theater troupe. Well.
2: there you yeah. go
1: they all had a choreograph. <laughs>
2: And they mm-hmm. had rehearsals. I sure, assume. sure. <laughs> They're all working together.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
3: Uh, yeah, I think there's like a, a solid amount of teamwork in this movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. So what would you give it? On <laughs> zero to hundred. Uh, I'll give it a seventy two. Seventy two.
2: Yeah, it's not a big teamworking movie though. And also like Brad Pitt sort of like rejects the like the vampire coven. I'm gonna go
1: forty-one. Forty-one. I'm gonna go fifty-seven. There's, there's lots of teamwork in here. I think. Okay. Is it the most teamworky? No. <laughs> All right. One Alrighty. last wheel category. <laughs> shawls. Shawls. Oh, oh you were saying are by the a shawls. lot of shawls in this movie.
2: <laughs> there are a ton of shawls in this movie.
1: Shawl to shawl, wall to wall.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh Thadie Newton had a shawl. Kirsten Everyone. Dunst was wearing a shawl when she killed that old woman. Some
1: old lady down in the cell and something. <laughs>
2: selling flowers on the street. She had flowers. a shawl. There was a lot mm-hmm. of shawls in this movie. There's a lot of cloaks, which is sort of like a male shawl. So I wouldn't give it like 100% for a cloak, but you got to sure. give it some some points for <laughs> sure. a cloak. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty shawl-heavy movie.
1: It's a shawl-heavy time.
2: Yeah, those were the times. That's what those you did then. Time.
3: Yeah, I definitely lucked out having uh, shawls. This is uh, a very shawly movie. Um, I'll go. I'll give it a solid ninety-five as far as uh, shawls go. Ninety-five.
2: I'm gonna go ninety-three for shawls.
1: Ninety-three. I don't know. I'm starting to think of. Is there a movie that has more shawls? I don't know. Maybe. So I'll give it a ninety-five. All right. We are now into the bone. Oh, now Ryan is the time for you to add a category. Hmm. Which will then be added to the wheel until we get another twenty episodes and reshuffle mm-hmm. everything again. Perfect. Um,
3: let's go. Is it frame narrative where it's somebody telling the story to someone else, and that's uh, kind of how the I think that's what it's called, right? Where
2: like the framing uh, device. Oh, like of the it? framing device. Yeah, yeah. Frame. Yeah. So it's just framing device.
1: <laughs> Having a framing device. How
2: framing no, devicey like, is this movie? Specifically, what
3: it's like, uh, like. The, he's giving an interview, and that's telling the story. Like,
1: uh, what's the name for that?
2: Like when it's all flashbacky. Yeah,
1: like a narrator. Like he narrates his own life story. I like I
2: flashback know. as a as a as a forest category. dump.
1: Sure. Yeah. Like or just it,
2: even if there's just like a moment where it was like it was the summer of this, and we have a flashback. Yeah, when somebody's telling
3: someone else like a long story,
1: and we're whenever that same
2: flashback cut to
1: yeah and that makes a movie gayer to you i guess I, I, there's something theatrical that he, about really that <laughs> i
2: think there is something very theatrical about that that i like i do just, like yeah,
3: the, but there's
1: a, people are there's sitting a and be-
3: talking and telling stories i don't know
1: yeah figs <laughs> <laughs> don't go to the moth <laughs> <laughs> what is this a gay bar <laughs>
2: i think there is something
1: it is maybe like nostalgic a nostalgic look back or something you know what i mean it's like a nostalgic flashback
2: nostalgic remembrance
1: that's kind of close to memorial moment yeah i'd like flashback i like flashback
3: okay yeah let's do flashback that's what i meant to say Uh,
1: yeah i like it so what would you give interview with a vampire on flashback
3: oh it's so many flashbacks uh i gotta go
1: 98 98. I'm going 100. The whole movie is a flashback. I mean, I think you have to go 100. I don't know why you didn't do 100. <laughs> doesn't matter. I think there's a movie. No one can be... accuse
2: you of gaming the
1: system, Ryan Mary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're into the bonus round. So this is where we agree on a percentage, and the percentage can be zero to 5%. Okay. All right. And the first category, uh, the first bonus category is makeover montage. Mm. There wasn't, I didn't see one.
2: There hold on.
1: They well, when they to the went to Paris.
2: There was a montage when they went to like Paris and she was like getting clothes and like she like killed the woman who was making her clothes and so there was definitely like really... a makeover montage.
1: You think I wouldn't that's like longer than not much I those are like scenes.
2: But what's tough with that is that because none of them age it doesn't feel like oh they've evolved. There's definitely right. there's definitely something going on there. We've well, got so to what... give it some points for that is what I'm saying. I'll give it a 1. A one? Wow. A
1: one.
3: <laughs> what do you think, Ryan? I'll go two. I do think that that, like, Kirsten Dunst, her going from, like, kind of being in that tiny little cabin and uh, um, with her de- dead mom, and then she's, like, in this, like, aristocratic life, I think feels like a little bit of a makeover.
1: So we want to do two? I, do, I say two.
2: <laughs> oh, percent oh, Um Yeah. Uh, sure, I can give it two. I think two is a fair a number for makeover Vermonters. All right,
1: great. This is going to be a tough one. Angry phone hang-ups.
2: Zero. There weren't
1: any. <laughs> zero. I wish there were. A zero. Yeah, God a damn zero. it, list It's your turn to pick up Claudia. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> zero. All right, next one. Titular theme song.
2: There wasn't really one. There wasn't there even, like, was, a song.
1: Okay, what were you going to say? There's a song, um... There was a time when Anne Rice wrote this thinking, oh, it's too gay, so I'll do it. I'll write a heterosexual version. And Cher was attached to play Les, uh, Louis. Okay. And like, oh, really? she wrote a song for the movie. Okay. But it didn't was end that up in the movie. Was it I,
2: Believe? I Believe in Life After it Love? It was not
1: Believe. Um... <laughs> so we can give it, it
3: almost got 5%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I it's would called give Lovers it... Forever, and it ended up on her 2013 album, Closer to the Truth. And according to uh, <laughs> mentalflaws.com, it's Took a thumping electro pop banger.
2: Oh, a banger.
1: <laughs> so I mean, the, the only song
2: I would, I would sort of connect to this movie is that Sympathy for the Devil by Guns N' Roses. Yeah. But even that, I don't really think it exactly. Yeah.
1: So, what do we want to give this for a titular theme song? I think it's a zero. I think it's, it's a zero. zero. All right, next category: fun fonts. Fun fonts? Fun font. Pretty
2: basic. It was pretty basic. I don't have anything written down.
1: The There's only a thing couple I like of
2: handwriting scenes at one moment or another, like a moment of handwriting.
1: Sure. <laughs> I do like that port of San Francisco signs. Always nice to sure. see. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah but we are grasping at straws Yeah, yeah yeah i think
2: we gotta go zero on fun fawns.
1: yeah i'll go zero on fun fawns. all right next category cheerworthy cameos
2: here's superman. the only one i got superman yeah i had superman because there was that mon- the movie teaser like, "Oh, yeah. super rave
1: of superman that was fun
2: i'll give it one for superman
1: um that's about it though really yeah right? yeah Unless you like seeing Murnau's uh, Nosferatu. You know, that didn't like, you didn't cheer when you saw um, the original <laughs> silent film Nosferatu in the montage.
3: It's, like, it's, it's neat. It's, it's, it's cute. It's <laughs> but it's cute. not Chris Reeve no, and cheering. Superman. Right. Yeah, I think those two combined to make, get one
1: percentage point. Okay. All right, we're giving it a one. Yeah. All right, next category, Pool Trouble. Cool.
2: Um, all right. Uh, Tom Cruise was in a pool of blood when he died that first time. He was like when they when he like ate those boys and it was like oh, oh yeah they, and had. they split his throat yeah 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 so he was in trouble and in a pool of blood.
1: That's all I also, got. There's also we could say I've made this argument last week a pool of light in the well. In the well. When they killed the Kristen well. Dunst and uh oh right a That's light. true but maybe a two then for this?
2: Two sounds more than fair to me. More
1: than fair, right. I think. Okay. Yeah, sure, okay.
3: <laughs>
2: okay. Do you wanna go lower, <laughs> higher?
1: What
3: you... No, I think two's right. He's I think like, two how two many two. more
2: categories is there? How many? Let yeah. this out. <laughs> I don't blame you, I got it. <laughs> All right, next category,
1: sassy best friend.
2: I mean, there kind Lissette's of is
1: That's pretty sassy. Lissette is he... sassy. He's I would kind of say
2: a... I, forgive me but I would say he's more cunty than sassy fair
3: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah I, I just, just he to be a little sassy
1: yeah it's a spectrum sure so what do you want to give this I go
2: would say two. zero but if you guys want to go one or oh you want to go two what do you say, Mark?
1: Yeah, I think two. I think Lestat's pretty sassy. All
2: right. Two. I will not fight it.
1: Alright, next category, a bold lip. There's a um, few, a lot of blood on the lips. A
2: lot of blood.
1: The prostitute in the saloon.
2: She definitely had a yeah. bold lip. Yeah,
1: there's blood on yeah, there's a lot of that, like little very early little bit was, there was
2: kind of like a little a prostitute around. with like a, a white face and a white lip. That a very lip. Yeah, was very bold. Yeah. It was hmm. pretty bold. I could go three. Three? I'll go
1: three. Three. Great. Oops. Three. Okay, good. All right, next category, witch. Any witches? Okay, there's not
2: witches, but there's vampires. So I feels witchy. Yeah, like
1: feels witchy. Yeah.
3: And like the, the, uh, the black uh, uh, trash bag vampire yeah. seemed pretty witchy. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And like uh, Kirsten Dunst is like obsessed with like looking for any sort of like Historical records of like witchcraftery. I could go two on this one because sure. it's not specifically. Not out and
3: out witches. Yeah. So yeah. no. like two. you
2: know, season three, there's witches are showing up.
1: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two. We're gonna go with two. Let's go twos. That's not good. Yeah, out. I'll Great. go two. All right. Next category on a scale of zero to five percent. How Korean is Interview with a Vampire? <laughs>
2: It's not. Mm, it's not very Korean. Cool. Yeah,
3: there's, there's nothing Korean in it.
2: Again, if they've uh, gone they, to like a couple more seasons, we definitely have some Korean vampires, but we don't have them now.
1: Oh, they can't be in yeah. season one in this reboot of yours? I think Sean? they could. Jeez. I would love them to be.
2: <laughs> we gotta that. But work I'm our way saying, but I, we can't give points for wow. what we want as opposed <laughs> to what is.
1: Well, wow. you hear that, Warner Brothers?
2: And it's not Warner Brothers if you're listening. Yes. <laughs> so we're giving it a zero. Season one. Okay.
3: All right, yeah, next true. category. Felt. I want to give it a one, but no. <laughs> <Get>
2: You're too honest. <laughs> yeah.
1: Felt. Well, How felt. It? Felt.
2: There's a lot of felt in this movie. Yeah. There's a lot of very like extravagant uh, fabrics and whatnot, and I feel like this is pretty high in the felt scale. I've got there's again there's Tom Cruise's blue coat in the beginning.
1: Kirsten Dunst had
2: like a crushed velvet yeah. coat. Uh, Stephen Ray's black coat, especially in the show. Yeah. A lot of the uh, audience members in the vampire play were wearing felt. And I think Antonio Banderas' is, like, big red number. Like, There's felt in this movie.
1: So what do you want to give yeah. it, John? You
2: have a strong case, it sounds like. I could go four to five. What do you guys want to do?
1: I'll go five. Five. I'm fine with five that. Five it is. All right, next category. Gay actors playing gay roles. Doesn't happen. Mm. It doesn't mm. happen. Well... <laughs> we.
2: No the one who self-identifies as gay at this moment.
1: That's true. Yes. That's true. Okay. Yeah. If something right. happens in the next week, we can Zero. update it. <laughs> all right. Next category: themes of mothers. Oh. No. Really. There's some
2: because, like, she gets mad. She's like, "You killed my mother." Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's all. Like Claudia's whole thing is about losing her mom, and like, mm-hmm. she dies like in the substitute, uh, uh, like a, a mom substitute at the end.
2: They're sort of like mothers to her. Mm-hmm. And then there's that one woman who they'd like make a vampire at the end, who sort of was like, they made
1: her a vampire to be the mother. Wasn't her thing mostly yeah, that she they... was like an adult trapped in a child's body who had all these like wants and needs that could never be fulfilled? I think
2: how I read it, which could be wrong, was that there's a part of her that's like her development is arrested. Like she'll never get past this age so she always need she will always need a mother there will never be a point where kirsten dunce's character doesn't need someone to be a parent for her yeah. and so the idea was oh this woman who just lost her daughter who was kirsten dunce's age let's make her a vampire so she always gets to scratch that maternal itch with uh, in 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 eternity they both get this and then Brad Pitt could like go off and be whatever he wants to be, but he didn't have to be a mom anymore. So what do you want That's to get? That's how it? I interpreted it. <laughs>
1: Sorry. I go. I would for say that. I, I think would think say one because they don't really go into it. <laughs> after all that, after treaties, okay. That's motivation. You're welcome. I'll put the what difference. Do you say, Ryan?
3: I, go, I said four, but I okay. We can we can split the difference.
2: What two? do you say, Mark? I say two. Two sounds good. Do you feel good two with two? two?
1: Yeah, I'll do too. All right, next one—a feels song. Is there a song that puts you in your feels? No, it really no, wasn't. The soundtrack is rough. Even Dracula yeah. had that Annie Lennox song. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're giving that a zero. Yeah, All
2: right, zero. next
1: category: gossip.
2: There was that There's moment, where, like the widow Saint Clair had that thought murder yeah. her husband. You think was they would have played
1: out more of that? That they could—that Lestat could read people's minds, like. I think again. When we go a mini
2: series with this, we get to have more oh, sure. fun with that.
1: There, there's a scene.
3: I, I hate to say it, where the slaves are gossiping.
1: Yeah, oh, that's sure. true. Calling <laughs> that gossip feels like rude. So <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I don't. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> oh, but I hear what gossiping. you're saying. Again. Oh, yeah, cool. but I mean, So what do we want to give this? I say two. Uh, I go two. To.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. And then finally, we're not... T- we're almost done. All right. So they could get- make up a lot of points here. 15% bonus for positive portrayals of homosexuality. And this one is either mm. yes or no.
2: I, I mean, I don't think they've... They don't I ever don't, do it. It's too clear. Cool so there. I think you can't give it to them.
1: Yeah. We'd be doing all walked, the work for them.
3: Uh, I walked away from it thinking that gay couples will... Take uh, the uh, take children away from clinging yeah. to their dead mother's body. And... Yeah.
1: Yeah, right?
3: Sure. <laughs> to make
1: them their own. So I don't um, think it's getting that bonus. Yeah. And a zero then, to 15? Yeah. No, just 15 or nothing. No, oh, nothing. Nothing. All right, then finally, negative 50% if this is the movie Cruising.
2: This is not the movie Cruising, so it does not lose 50% it not. of its points.
1: All right, so the final crunch of the numbers, Ryan, out of the total possible 2, 2,284.90 <laughs> points, Interview with the Vampire has scored 1,641.57, giving it a percentage of 71.84, making it the third gayest movie ever. Whoa. Not as gay as Funny Girl, but gayer than Muppets Take Manhattan. Wow! Congratulations, Ryan. Pretty high. Oh, thank
3: you. That's
0: that is pretty I, high.
3: Like, oh my goodness, I'm I'm very shocked that we uh, by the end of it were like this movie's fucking garbage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're so desperate for anything, yeah. yes, yeah. any sort of representation. It. <laughs> uh, uh,
3: I'm surprised. It's like in spite of itself. It's uh,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's, it's third. Well, uh, congratulations. That's congratulations. very exciting. Thank you
1: very much. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, well, well thank, you. thank you so much for being here and doing this. Is there anything you would like to plug, promote, or chill for at this time?
3: Uh, sure, yeah. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays uh, on YouTube Live. You can check out Dave Tooney and I. We uh, do a show called My Own Private Kokomo. We just do kind of whatever we feel like. Uh, something different every every show. Uh, today, because it was 420, uh, one of us uh, got high before the show, and then we had to answer questions and do sort of field sobriety tests and the audience so cool. would guess uh, who was high and who wasn't. Uh, was everyone thought Dave was high and it was actually me.
1: Really? Oh, spoiler. I saw, I saw a little bit of it. Was, I thought it was Dave too.
3: <laughs> it was me and I was shocked that uh, the people thought it was Dave. I thought I, at this one point I was so high and I was so stressed out about it that I, uh, James gave us like, a told us to um like due to this short-term memory thing, and I'm just I muttered to myself. I, I said, like, uh, I want to be able to do this if I wasn't high. And, <laughs> and I just, like, <laughs> like I could never be interrogated by. I could never try to get away with murder or anything. And I would. Well, that's
1: Definitely uh, that's a pressure. shame. It's a good thing. It's that's good. Oh, okay. thing. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. right. <laughs> well, thank is uh, thank you so much for being here, Ryan. We really uh, are thanks good. for having me, guys. It was so this is so much, much fun. fun. And we'll We'll be be right right back. back. We're back.
2: (laughs) Uh, That was so much fun. That was fun. A real hoop. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I do really, watching, I really was like, "This, this is due for like a a reboot
1: well i'm sure Anne rice would love to she says she wants to do a tv series out of it
2: well yeah they absolutely could i think they should um and i'm here for it i'm ready i think i would be more exciting because i felt like this was a good idea but uh i don't know what else what are the two uh is there a big vampire renaissance happening right
1: now i don't know no (laughs) it's all superheroes oh, right now it's all superheroes all superheroes well I'm blade is about. coming back with mahershala ali at some point oh, That'll okay be fun. there you go
2: that might uh lead the way to a renaissance we can only hope we can only hope um speaking of hope we've got some uh reviews we want to read uh this one uh comes from it's on apple Podcasts. is c squires kazden Uh, Five Stars says, Mark and John are so effortlessly charming and have made it so that I can't help noticing all the broken glass, angry phone hangups and dramatic lighting in the movies I watch. The recent episode on Funny Girl was a highlight. Thank you very much. Uh, Would love to hear the boys cover Bad Education specifically and maybe force more classically gay movies on returning guests, Nick Weiger, John Gaberson, Jackie Johnson, who brought such straight
1: movies the first time around. Uh, Well, thank you very much for that that education is that's not the um, that's the new there's a new um that's a new movie <laughs> with Hugh Jackman that's on HBO I do not think that's what they mean though I don't think that's what they mean isn't there's is there one with are they wondering if they are talking about the one um with uh the uh what's his face Joseph Gordon-Levitt
2: uh that seems more likely
1: I forget what that is I not have
2: it so I don't know It's like
1: a Greg Iraqi movie Oh really yeah, you know Gregor Rocky?
2: I've, I've heard of him.
1: Um, We would love to do that movie, whatever it yeah, is. Yes, <laughs>
2: if someone brings it in.
1: Oh, I'm thinking of mysterious skin. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Never if mind. If you're all
2: curious if we were turning into our mothers, uh, 100% <laughs> we are. What's bad education?
1: I have no idea.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> all right well uh, hopefully someone will bring it in and then we will find out what that movie is yeah uh we also have an email uh from john who says hey mark and john big fan of the podcast thank you john uh, that
1: education only... is 2004 oh, okay. pedro Almodovar. i have seen that that's with um gail Garcia Bernal, who plays oh, like gotcha. uh he's a well, what wikipedia calls a transvestite performer Okay, <laughs> so there we go. Thank you, Google. Go. I'm so Thank sorry you, to interrupt Google. that review.
2: That's all right. All right, uh, back to John. Uh, John, he writes, "Hey Mark and John, big fan of the podcast. Thank you, John. Uh, Not only am I a fan of the Byzantine scoring systems, I'm a fan of the Byzantine discussions about changing up the Byzantine scoring systems. Ha ha! I really like the new system, but one of my favorite parts of the podcast are how many silly categories there are, and hopefully we don't get fewer of them." So I'm wondering if the main 18 canon categories are going to be from the more legit categories and all the silly ones are going onto the wheel or the bonus section. If so, I think there should be more than one category chosen from the wheel each week, especially if the wheel keeps getting bigger from all the new categories the guests create. Either way, I look forward to new episodes every week. Thanks, John. Uh, Well, yes, John, as you see, we have four different wheel categories because there are so many delightful, fun, ridiculous categories. And it is sort of this interesting thing of like, if the wheel favors the movie that week.
1: Yes, there's, a, there's an element of chance, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Keeps us guessing. You never know. You never know. I mean, if it hadn't been for Shawls, would um, Interview with the Vampire be as high? Probably not.
2: Probably not, but some of the other categories, if it gotten different things, maybe it would have
1: done better. So it's That's tough true. To, you know. That's true. It's the fate of the wheel. It's the fate of the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but I yeah, let us know what you think about the scoring system. We're always it's a, it's never nothing is ever set in stone, I would say. Exactly. It's an ever-evolving process.
2: Uh life is a circle. Wow. Um how uh yes, if you would like to let us know, you can email us at two old queens. That's t-w-o-o-l-d-q-u-e-e-n-s
1: at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at two old queens, t w o old queens.
2: Yeah, and, and starting next month, oh, we have to exciting news for next month.
1: Oh, yes, we do. It's May, four weeks of May. We're going to do uh, an amazing month of musicals. It's all yes. musicals for the next four, four weeks, weeks of, of May. All musicals. Will How gay are musicals? I think we're going to find out. And I'm sure John will tell me what I don't know about Broadway. Can feel you're like changes, Which is bigger than the welcome. theaters on Broadway, you know.
2: Okay, wow. <laughs> well, you know what? At least you're paying attention. So I appreciate <laughs> <Thank you>. that. <laughs> All right. So uh, stay safe. Um, stay healthy. Wash those hands. hands. Wash those hands. And, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. now it's time for credits we got music by danny cohen artwork by connie shin and special thanks to alex Archer and mike rennie bye. Bye. bye we didn't get that right hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods